Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, rounding out the crew as we attempt to navigate the latest boating news and information. Welcome aboard. All right, so we got a uh, story to kick off the show today that's, uh, I mean, it's right down our alley. This is what I do uh, so you don't have to, and that is to watch reality TV and keep you informed of all the uh, stupid TV shows out there especially like the bachelor and the bachelorette because my wife makes me watch it and no she doesn't so i can inform our passengers accordingly when they have some kind of boating element on their tv show now uh they're in the uh, off season right now but they might be filming for (laughs) next season you know as we speak what are you laughing at? You know, you know, you know when they're going to the bathroom. You know when they're eating. I mean, it's like you follow. What are you talking about? It's, it's more than you follow your kids. They just wrapped up the season a few weeks ago, so they're in you know in between seasons right now. But they're getting ready to launch a new one. And, it's the holiday season. Uh, there's now. been an incident. Uh, now I don't know if it has to do with the TV show or what. But what do we know, Patrick? Uh, this is what we know. Headline: Yeah, San Diego. Okay. Two local bachelorette contestants among five saved after boat sinks on fishing trip. Wow. That was a, you know, that was a, a mystery date gone wrong or, you know, an outing. That's what they do. They get get the girls out there on a boat with the bachelor and then, you know, they see if love uh, sparks, that kind of thing, or or if the five on board kill each other. Yeah, I got news for you. If, you're, if your love is sparking, you've got the wrong size batteries. Well, and they shouldn't be on a boat, and I guess this might illustrate that. I don't know. So we don't know if they were actually filming the TV show when this happened, or they uh, were just out playing. They were them. so so five men, including two local contestants from the reality television show The uh, Bachelor, okay. Bachelorette, are lucky to be alive after their fishing trip ended with their boat underwater. The ship sank fifteen to twenty miles off the coast of San Diego. Huh. Uh, luckily for those on board or in the water. Uh, two people found them and were able to bring them back to shore. Right. Uh, quote, Aaron Schwartzman, who owned the boat, it's like being trapped and helpless because there's no service. <laughs> we weren't able to send a distress signal at all. And the only thing you have out there is hope. Hope that's, uh, we should really have some like sad music playing. Well, I'm wondering if hope was the name of the bachelorette. It, it, uh, one of it's them. like. It's like being trapped and helpless because there's no service. Mm -hmm. We weren't able to send a distress signal at all. Right. And the only thing you have out there, Greg, the only thing you have is hope. Hope, Mm. Greg. Hope that somebody finds you. Hope that a helicopter. If if only someone had a device, Patrick, if only they made... He sounds like an evil, evil. Uh, he cracks himself from, up. I love it. From, yeah. This is this is from stupid. Well, obviously they're not going to win on the Bachelorette. You Why? Know, those two Why? are going to get. They're going to get knocked off right away because I mean, who you, you would want to hook up for with someone that couldn't figure out 
Only if they had a, a, a special device that you could carry or wear on a life preserver that could send out a signal and save oh, your... Oh, but mm. Barry, it gets better. It gets what? better. The group of boaters, yeah. fortunately, was made up members of the fire department no. and military and were well aware of how to respond in a high-intensity situation. Yeah. This is how they tried to respond. We just tried to paddle to shore. Oh. How, how far offshore were they? 15 to 20 miles. That's well, a that's long a, paddle. That's a bit of a haul. And and that's California? Isn't yes. It, isn't Diego. it chilly? Yeah. Yeah. So, so wait, let, let me get this straight. So they're on the boat on a fishing uh, trip, and it, right. and it tips over some reason. Is that what happened or what? Or just uh, or did they just lose power? What no, I, be- I believe that there was an incident where uh, one of these guys got his line, I imagine his fishing line, Stuck on the engine propeller. Ah, okay. Likely. Okay, yeah. hold on. So the guy just went to the back of the boat to lift the engine up and try to untangle it. All of a sudden, as soon as he stands on the swim deck, the boat literally sunk. Bull. Hmm. Bull. Bull. Wait, wait. Bull. That did, did say, not happen. Did they that say how didn't big happen. The, Did they say how big this boat was? <laughs> well, I I mean, well, you <laughs> said there were like ten people on board, so maybe it was overloaded. Uh, I, I believe were. I said five, but sure, ten. <laughs> oh, I thought you said there were five bachelorettes and then five guys. No, 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 no there were five I, guys. I, 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 I All right, well, that's fine. Okay, five, so there was five, five people five, total. Five. So it, it was probably some kind of, you know, small fishing flats boat if he was going to the, the back Off of the Off the transom. coast of San Diego? Well, I mean. That's I, insane. Well, exactly. Doesn't sound like it was the smartest uh, fishing outing to me. Well, they were members of the Bachelorette TV show. Right. So what does that tell you? their IQ. <laughs> Okay, so three guys, two bachelorettes, something like that. And you no, got it. it was five people, five but guys. Those two five of them had been contestants, had been on, the contestants on the Bachelorette. Right. Well, yeah, that's, that's what he just said. They were guys. Oh, yeah. they were all guys. Yeah. Oh, what geez. part See, of this story that, wait, did you not follow? Well, I thought you said it was Bachelorette. I'm thinking there's wait. some girl named Hope, and she no. was out there <laughs> on, a, no. on a boating See, Patrick, outing with her dream bow and... Or they do were do you see how yeah. sad he got that he knows there were no women on that boat? All I know is this: this Bad luck. my doctor is yeah. advising me that I'd stop doing this show because my blood pressure is spiking. <laughs> I don't know why. What are you getting against uh, bachelorettes? Uh, I have nothing boating. against bachelorettes. It's just okay. you. <laughs> All right. Okay. So five guys got out there. Two were on the bachelorette. Thank you. They had lost there you go. when they were on the bachelorette. They're out there drowning their sorrows fishing. And maybe and they uh, drown the boat instead. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, I, big I, round I, of I, I call into question Greg, the fact that let's, let, let's assume it was a single engine outboard boat. Yeah. Obviously, because right. he could go back and lift the engine up. Let's assume that it was a smaller a boat that didn't have power tilt or trim because right. he could go to the back of the boat and mm-hmm. lift the engine up. Yeah. Morons. They were in a John boat, probably at an 11 like foot it. skiff. Okay. And well, they lifted up his little putt putt engine, all five of them. It all worked out well, though. So they came back with all five, but they were just a uh, little, uh, I don't know, uh, Cold embarrassed. And wet. Yeah, from the incident. I mean, because, yeah, when you said they were whining about, oh my gosh, it was terrible, I thought for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing some, you know, a bachelorette and a wet, you know, evening oh. gown. And it, now it's just five dudes who are out there fishing that uh, sunk their boat. I don't have yeah. much sympathy yeah. for yeah. him then. Here, no, he's <laughs> just not interested anymore. Yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> Barry, I, I would say that this was probably a larger boat that the, the power tim, trim tilt didn't work because 
he does say that he as soon as he stood on the swim deck yeah so that would that would lead me to believe that there was an extension off the transom so that kind of rules out a john boat well but okay. never discount anything because it's i've seen some boats on the saint john's but yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> all five people were out there on the swim deck. That's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, mm. and it hey, just what's going on back here? <laughs> and went down like the Titanic. I don't know. We're all members of the military and the fire department. Surely this is safe. Uh, don't call me Shirley. Yeah, but all they cared about you were on the Bachelorette. You are. Yeah, that's all you cared about. Wait, there were no women on there. None of the Bachelorettes were there. Oh, forget that. Leave story. them here. So, the, they're the, fine. The best the best quote to wrap up the story is from the uh, there. There were two cousins that wound up seeing these guys in the water, and uh, the one the one gentleman said, "We don't consider ourselves heroes. Mm-hmm. We're doing whatever any other fisherman would consider doing. I'm just so grateful by the grace of God. We actually did see something reflective. Just the things that had to add up just to get them. I mean, once we did find them." That was our best catch of the day. And uh, that, my fellow listeners, is the quote of the week from the world of boating. Really? Yes. Wow. We, we don't have I anything guess, better? We don't have anything. No, <laughs> oh, no, sad. no. That's it. <laughs> that's Rough water. All the Jimmy Buffett stuff's been run into the ground. Oh, jeez. So. <laughs> you know, hey, I'm watching that HBO show, Surviving I, the Raft. And that, they got 10 people on board this raft, been living for a few weeks, and they uh, bring all these uh, different people together, see if they can survive uh, on a boat. Well, that's kind of a raft. It's almost like a yeah. pontoon kind of thing. But uh-huh. okay. and it's not going well. Let me put he, he, he is. They, they, he has to have all those. There's your uh, World of Boating Reality TV show update. <laughs> More coming up. Uh, better stuff, we hope. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Ahoy, sailors and sea-loving scalawags. Do you feel lost at sea when your boat needs an upgrade? And does installing electronics make you want to walk the plank? Well, shiver me timbers and fear not, because MPI, Marine Professionals Incorporated, has come to the rescue. MPI is ready to steer your boat into the digital age. That's right, mates. The installation gurus at MPI can install the latest navigation gizmos. MPI installs all the major manufacturers of state-of-the-art entertainment systems. Arr, we've got speakers that'll make Davy Jones dance. And screens so sharp, you'll think you're watching Pirates of the Caribbean in 3D. So, if you're ready to sail the digital seas in style and party like a true buccaneer, call me mates at MPI, 954-763-4161. Or request your free consultation now at marineprofessionals.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i used to have a boat you did yeah she was pretty damn sweet man i love that boat so why'd you lose sometimes the things we love aren't long for this world burn Especially when your alcoholic ex-wife gets drunk and falls overboard and drowns. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and update you on the latest TV reality shows that feature boating. Or the contestants like uh, these uh, guys from The Bachelorette that uh, went down in a sinking boat off the coast of San Diego. Uh, surviving the Raft, that's on. Uh, that's uh, coming to an end on HBO right now. I've been watching this thing. And they put 10 people from around the world, all different uh, walks of life, political views, you know, woke people, non-woke people. You know, it's just like they, they brought the most diverse group of people they could possibly uh you know, bring together and throw them on a boat and see if they survived. And it, it's gotten pretty colorful. There's elements of survivor in it and that kind of thing. But I, I'm saying, like, look, we've been doing this on the world of boating for how many years? Exactly. <laughs> and we, we haven't uh, killed ourselves only because we're uh, separate. Yeah. We, we've uh, decided to separate ourselves. So we weren't yes. locked on a boat. If we were on a boat, how long do you think we would last? Uh, 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 you You wouldn't last. What do you mean? I wouldn't last. Barry, Barry and I'd be fine. You think? Oh yeah. Uh, okay. You have to be able to contribute to living on the boat. What are you going to contribute? Your well, sense of humor. Well, yeah. He's sunning himself up on the foredeck, right? Yeah. And complaining about the water is not Fiji water. Yeah. Well, okay. Of course, of course Greg may be the reason we would get rescued because he is highly reflective. <laughs> True. <laughs> we could skin him and use him as a reflex. Yeah, when they're uh, filming the reality TV show, they're using my skin as uh, you know to balance the white balance on their cameras. So you're welcome. They could do that. See, yeah, I, I am my contribution to the effort. I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but uh, I think we last uh, wait, wait, maybe wait. three days. <laughs> there were ten people on this raft, and how many episodes did they have? Well, so I, I think they've been on probably three or four weeks. It's probably like a month long experiment. And they're all ten are still alive. Well, they they've are uh, they supposed to die or something? No, or? They, they've had people come on and have competitions, and so some have had to you know kind of walk the plank and get off the boat. And then was replaced by another member. So you know, oh, the, so you'll never run out of ten people. Well, you'll they have. They already supply. They've already went through the you know changeovers. There's a, like I said, there's some competitions. There's some elements of like Survivor ah. on that show. It's called Surviving the Raft. It, it's somewhat. You must apply the suntan lotion evenly. No, there was none of that. Contestants, <laughs> none of that. But the personality is definitely very 
you know, uh, different. Uh, each person is is quite unique. You know, like there's a vegan on there that freaks out every time someone catches a fish to eat. You know, it's it's really nuts. And, well, you uh, know, if you eat a fish, you're eating just processed seaweed. Okay, that's one way to look at it. Maybe that's the way she looks at it. But the, the yeah. other people are hungry, and so they're eating what they can eat because there are some survival elements as I part of the show, too. I nothing because you know? everything on this planet has feelings. Okay. All right. Whether well, it be a blade of grass or a delicious T-bone steak. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's based on, by the way, an experiment that was done 50 years ago. And yeah. they did this. Uh, they put a, a group of people from all different walks of life out on a boat and had them sail off into the Caribbean or someplace for like three months. And it did not end well. No, Greg uh, was born. <laughs> yeah, they they actually called it the sex boat. That's how it was uh, at the Seriously? time. Yeah, yeah, because they thought, oh, it's just a excuse for well, a bunch of people to get together and hook up. I, I got news that, for you. But, uh, it was done with a bunch of Puritans got on a boat bound for the new land. Yeah. You know, and landed, that was a little, and, and they survived better. Ago. Yeah, they they survived quite well. Yeah, but this one fifty say, years ago that hasn't you know. gone very well. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyway, check it out, or I'll watch it for you, so you don't have to. You could. You could. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what else do we got to navigate through today to educate our passengers accordingly here on the world? Industry of news, Greg. We okay. have actual God-given <laughs> industry news. All right. So. Direct from the marine industry this past week, Honda right. has finally built a V8 engine. Okay. What? Wait, none of their race cars had a V8? Uh, wait. Uh, okay. Honda built a V8 outboard. Unfortunately, it won't be showing up in a Ridgeline, mm. um, where it would have a huge <laughs> benefit. Um, Been the end of the weight. The uh, 350 is an outboard engine, so if you want to rock Honda V8 power, of course, you'll need a boat, and not a small one, because this engine is intended for boats 25 feet and longer. See, I don't I don't get that, and I want to touch on that j- just in a second, but Honda, I know you're out there, your execs are listening to this show, right? and specifically the marketing department at Honda. When you are deciding on, you got this V8 engine, your first V8 outboard engine. Do not call it the BF350. Okay? Because that's yeah, a Wait, wait, ter- the BF or BFD350? The BF350. Okay. Do it's... not call it the BF350. You know, GM had a 350 engine for a long time, so. Yeah, but it didn't have. B as in Bravo and F as in Foxtrot in front of it. You want to have something like the XZR or the the, the Lightning Fusion 350. Something that's going to grab the... uh, What do you got on the back of your boat there, buddy? I got a a Merc Verado. Oh, really? So So wait. I got got, got a Honda BF. So what's the problem? What's the problem with BF50? Big friggin' 350. I kind of like it. Yeah, or, or others. <laughs> or, there are other words you could. There, there are other words. Friggin', that that's what I said. There you go. Um, okay. But but here's here's what I don't get when they do this is, okay, so we got this engine, and it's designed specifically for boats 25 feet and longer. I don't, I don't, I don't get that because really what you're looking at is displacement weight. 
mm-hmm. um, and not necessarily length or beam at that point. So I know from a manufacturing end, from a design end, when we have a boat coming through prototype and we get the engine manufacturers in, whether that's Volvo Penta, whether it's Merck, whether it's 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 Yamaha, uh, and we ha- we start looking at possible power choices, it's okay. It's going to be 48 feet. It's going to have a 12 and a half foot beam. And our expected production weight is X. Okay. Here's what the engine manufacturers say. Okay. You're going to be looking at triple or quad. And you're going to be looking at this size engine with this ratio and with these props. And here's, you know, what our, what our uh, modeling shows. And because you could have a 25 foot long boat that's got a seven foot beam on it. <laughs> You know, right. and that 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 engine would would that boat would scream might might very well flip over. Hmm. Anyway, uh, so what is the, your uh, point? That size doesn't matter because there's a there's a bunch of people I know that would disagree with you. Yeah, I, I would I would say I would say weight over length certainly um, when we're looking at powering boats. Maybe they're just using the length as a general model that any boat over this length is going to have generally speaking a certain beam and a certain weight yeah i don't know i've, is I've it seen length? some i've seen some funky boats under 25 feet that is it length or is it girth what is it or width all right yeah let's just move on uh we got more coming up on the world of Pony. stay close Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce. Now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Come on, Williams, what are you standing around for here? Get on board. Get on board. Don't fret. Don't try to work. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so we've uh, brought you up to speed on the latest Bachelorette TV show mishaps for boating. We Honda's 
uh, engine, the BF350. Oh, we got more to go. Best engine uh, model name ever, I think. I like it. BF350. Somebody has a good sense of humor at uh, Honda. Got to give them props. Get see what I did there, Barry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I want to. I want to run through. Some but Honda more... do make beautiful engines. Yeah, I can tell I, you that. I want to run yeah. through some more specifics on this uh, BF three fifty. Yeah. So it makes how many horsepower, Greg? Three fifty. I'm just hey! guessing. Somebody was paying attention today. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it it makes three hundred fifty horsepower at fifty five hundred RPM. Um, it's pretty fast for a four so stroke. That's that's rated on eighty six octane. Wow! The full throttle range is six thousand RPM. And check this out: um, outboard manufacturers are allowed a ten percent fudge factor on rated horsepower to account for production variances. Hmm. Um, which strikes me as whole. I mean, that's ridiculous. So it could be a big friggin' three sixty if you're lucky. Yeah. Uh, Honda's new V8 will please uh, Fox Body Mustang fans. If you remember uh, the old, that's Fox a thirty-five body Mustang, thirty-five it, horsepower variance. It's got a three three hundred and two cubic inch displacement engine and rowdy Civic uh, with its VTEC variable valve timing and lift. There's a single cam running those thirty-two valves. Really, the engine also includes the extremely cool sounding blast system, which stands for. I, sh- I should ask Greg what he thinks BLAST stands for. Uh, big. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I knew level. that was <laughs> uh, How about loud? Oh, yeah. Big Boosted loud spe- audio spe- system. <laughs> Boosted uh, low speed torque. Okay. So it sounds like a uh, Hemi engine at idle. Wait, one of those kind of things, you think? I mean, it wouldn't sound uh, like that. Do you no, think? it would be very. This is going to be a very, very quiet engine. Uh, the uh, throttle by wire system enables cruise control that holds the speed regardless of load or seat conditions. And the BF three fifty is compatible with joystick controls that allow for multi engine boats. Uh, so there is that. It is a little, uh, a little on the heavy side. Uh, comes in at seven hundred and sixty five pounds. Um, where like the Merc uh, 350 Verado comes in at 695. Well, that's that Merc that Merc yeah. Verado that's a 5.7 liter V10. Mm. Okay. Um, well, it's Honda's first engine. They're probably building it conservatively. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, well, I, well, I mean, honestly, because you know they want to see what the long term life of this thing's going to be. But you got you got to look at your competition. Okay, Merc's Verado, our competition. Their engine weighs X. What does our engine weigh? Man, I, we're a hundred and some odd pounds over. Can we put this thing on a diet? I understand that, but you know, Honda also is a one of those types of brands like Toyota and all that that builds some really long term running products. Hmm. Well, and just say, but but I don't know. They named it the BF three fifty, Barry. <laughs> so they well, might be focused on my. Hey, let's do like a fat boy on the on the water. There you, you go. Know? Honda says it won't release pricing until next year. Thanks. <laughs> um, but a, uh, a a pricing uh, sheet did get leaked, which indicates somewhere around $46,000. My God. No crap. I tell mm. you, my dad told me when he bought his first house, which was brand new down here in Miami, it was $13,000. <laughs> 40000 for one engine. Hmm. 
So, I can see why we have a friend who owns some dive boats, and every time he has to replace an engine, I think and he it, cries. And it, and it took us three days to get up to Melbourne because we didn't have cars. It was horses and buggies, I buggies. tell you. Yeah. Horses and buggies. <laughs> Barefoot mailman, the whole bit. There okay. you go. <laughs> All right. Well, save your pennies, and you, yeah. you too, could uh, have one of these Honda big friggin' 350s. Can you imagine your, uh, putting vessel. that in, uh, in Greggy's little truck? You'd oh, that would I put it, it in a it, truck? You put it on a boat. Well, no, 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 no. I, I'm just trying to imagine your little Honda truck with the wheels splayed <laughs> oh, out this, because this, of the weight of the engine. This, this from a guy who has a truck that is about a third of the size as mine. My Toyota Tacoma will outrun your little Honda anytime. Anyway, moving on. What else we got there, uh, Patrick? Um, so, up in uh, Freeport... Uh, this is up in Long Island. A man this past week was pulled from a car on Long Island after crashing into the water surrounding the Freeport Marina. Well, that happens in now, Florida all the time. <laughs> police say the speeding car went airborne over a boat. Whoa. And okay. plunged into the canal around 9 a.m. this past Tuesday. Hmm. Witnesses he, uh... say he went by in a blur and into the 18-foot deep canal. <laughs> was he filming for a movie? I, I, uh, I'm, you know, if we, if YouTube would let us or whatever streaming platform, we should have the theme from Dukes of Hazard playing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, weirdly enough, a good Samaritan from the Ukraine, hmm. uh, but you know, forget I'm it, forget it. Don't name, even try, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, uh, I'm just going to call him Zelensky, Volad. Oh, okay. Volad. All right. Okay. Uh, Zupko heard the collision and jumped into the water to give the get the driver out. So hats off to uh, our Ukrainian friend. Uh, the driver was unconscious and his legs were sticking out the window. Hmm. Really? <laughs> Sounds like you window. wouldn't. That might explain the crash. I uh, wasn't wasn't so driving was, properly. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But um, you know, uh, unfortunately, that does. It seems that. It's four or five times a year that I see stories uh, from this happening at marinas, especially areas where you're allowed to drive, like right up on the seawall there, yeah. real close to the boats. Right. For whatever reason, um, people get confused. Usually it's late at night. This one happened to be eh, fairly 9 a.m. Sun was up. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, doing something wrong, wrong turn, get confused, whatever it is, panics, hit the gas instead of the brake, and over the seawall they go. Usually they wind up landing on top of a boat. This and was impressive it's... because he cleared um, the boat. And the Good Samaritan is Vladimir Zopko. Okay, thank you for that, Barry. Just wanted to make sure he got his name out. He did right. a good thing. Well, maybe he's uh, trying to jump the boat. Who knows? Maybe it was a feat uh, in that sense. He's doing an evil Knievel kind of thing. Uh, it's possible. Oh yeah, uh, I meant to do that. Yeah, if I wouldn't have been going fast enough, I would have landed right on top of that guy. That would have been even worse. Maybe not. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Um, back up to uh, New Hampshire. So this past July, I remember we talked about the story. There was a runaway boat that crashed into a police boat on Lake uh, Winnipesaukee uh, back in July. Nailed it. Thank you. Uh, don't ask me to spell it, uh, but I certainly could pronounce it. 
So uh, two civilians and two New Hampshire State Police Marine Patrol officers were taken to the hospital after the July 20th incident. Uh, the operator of the runaway boat, 50-year-old Craig Devlin of Colbrook, New Hampshire, has just now been arrested and charged with careless and negligent operation of a boat. Now, I want to split up kind of what he's been charged with. So the first charge, kind of careless and negligent operation of a boat. I would agree with that. There's this thing. um, It's really kind of neat. It's called a kill switch. (laughs) uh, With a lanyard. Costs like 15 bucks. And if you use it. Like this, I I can just mute his mic. It's like our uh, world of boating kill switch. So we'll figure out what happened on the other side of the break. Stay close to the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i'm popeye the sailor man i'm popeye the sailor man this is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. Uh, no rumors to the uh, reboot of Popeye the Sailor Man. As much as Popeye we, the uh, Sailor Man, we were hoping we could uh, push that forward. Not we, not we. Yeah, Barry was uh, super excited. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. He's like, really? They're going to make a new I'm Popeye? To the finish because I eat me spinach. I said, Popeye the Sailor Man. I said no, Barry. I said we no. said it. It was a hose. It was an internet. It was an urban legend that they were doing a reboot. It was a well. I I did. No, you didn't say that part. And yeah, I did we did say it. We it talked out. all about it last uh, week, uh, and you just totally oh, ignored uh, me. And you said, <laughs> "Oh, I'm so excited! The new Popeye movie." I'm like, "No, there's not one. It's a hose. It's an internet, uh, you know, rumor or urban legend kind of thing that they put out there several years ago." So we'll stay with uh, Williams. Uh Interpretation of Popeye, he did that pretty good. No, no. We'll just, uh, you know. I'm struck to the finish because I eat me spinach. Spinach? Spinach. Spinach. Okay. Forget it. Okay, <laughs> Patrick's heart hurt. His blood pressure just went up. Wow. Wow. Just wow. Okay, moving on. Uh, what else do we got to navigate through as far as boating news and information there, Patrick? My dog Kilo's to the right of me, and he's looking at me like, what the F? Yeah. He's like, spinach. What is spinach? Spinach. Spinach. This this, uh, boat that ran into the police boat. So, again, this is one of those incidents where there was actually two people in this boat. And it was a rigid inflatable, fairly large one. Okay. Um, They fell out of the boat. Boat goes off on its own. Uh, the two police, two uh, members of the, the the Marine Patrol, they try to, to they tried to foul the props, you know, throwing a line in the water. Hmm. Uh, that didn't work. Uh, the boat wound up running into their boat. When it ran into their boat, uh, it wound up turning over and capsizing. Not the police boat, but the the one that was running uh, without a driver. Right. So the thing is, kill switches that are installed need to be used and. It's not just for your safety. It's for the safety of your passengers. And it's for the safety of everybody else out, that's out on the water. Because God forbid this boat had gone and run into a, a group of people that were in the water 
uh, whether they were just out and joined it, floating on those those mats or you know tubes or something like that. It's an out of control boat. You have no idea where it's going, what it's going to do, and you can't possibly get out of its way quick enough. And that's unfortunate. So the uh, the guy was charged with uh, careless and negligent operation of the boat, and apparently there was an issue with his conduct. Because uh, he was charged with careless and negligent operation of a boat and conduct after an accident. Okay. Uh, so I guess he may have been a little uh, maybe belligerent um, after they uh, got him out of it the It wasn't water. my fault. I wasn't yeah. on the boat. How could I, I be blamed for boat. it? Yeah. Now, the good news was, I mean, if, if there was any good news, is it was a rigid inflatable, which means it didn't sink. Uh, no. It merely floated upside down yeah. and now looked like an igloo. Uh, floating on the water. Okay. Um, they are kind of on the heels too. of that. I want to talk a little bit. This four years ago, there was an accident up in Lake Murray, uh, up in South Carolina, which uh, there's, this there's this occurred late at night. There was this Baja Go Fast boat uh, hit a pontoon boat square on the side. I mean, T boned it, and unfortunately, the driver of the pontoon boat, after throwing his family to safety, he he wound up. Uh, uh, dying as a result of the accident hmm. so this this case finally went to the jury four years later um and the i kind of have an issue with it i know we don't we don't talk about this but you know it was a it was technically a bui a boating under the influence case um uh, and the blood test that you know the urine test all that got thrown out I think for ridiculous reasons, because again, when you boat on the waters up in South Carolina in particular, uh, you, by virtue of being on those waters, you give consent to, to have bodily fluids drawn. And I think the fact that that got tossed because somebody didn't sign a form is ridiculous. So this guy, uh, I won't mention his name. It's really not that important. He's, he's at a, he's got, he got sentenced to 10 years. No, no telling about, you know, how much of that he'll actually wind up. Uh, serving, but during the uh, during the trial, you know the the defense attorneys, prosecutors are going back and forth, and you know one of the things that the defense brought up was um, the brightness of the navigation light on the pontoon boat, and that is ridiculous. Because in front of the jury, this guy's holding up this bulb from the navigation light. And it's like, this is a seven-watt bulb. This doesn't, through the lens, this isn't going to be bright enough for anybody to see. Nonsense. Nonsense. If you're paying attention when you're navigating at night and you're looking for other boats that are on the water, which you should, you should be maintaining a lookout. You should also be boating for those conditions, which means when it's night, the sun is down. You should not be going at such a speed that you can't react in time safely to avoid uh, an accident. And those aren't, that wasn't the only navigation light that was an employee. I mean, you had your, your red, you had your green and you had your mast light on this pontoon boat. Mm -hmm. So the fact that, you know, the, the pontoon boat was properly lit, everything was functioning correctly. That was all found in discovery. But then to, you know, again, if you get a jury that isn't knowing and they're holding up this little, little light bulb, from the navigation light saying this isn't bright enough 
that, that that's that's not true. If you look at boats that are coming out today, it's this is really you'll notice that some boats, some manufacturers, depending on the size of the boat, they're not employing or installing traditional uh, bow lights or red green uh, navigation light. They're incorporated into the bow rail. Okay. So they're even, yeah, they're brighter. They're LEDs. With their LEDs, um, but they're, right. they're, from an aesthetic standpoint, you don't have this protuberance, you know, up on the bow of the boat. They're actually incorporated into the stainless rail of the boat that goes into the plastic PVC rub rail. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very small, but they're, they're LED and they're bright and they're like seven watt, 10 watts, something like that, but extremely extremely bright when they're used and when they're maintained it'd be no different than your car making sure that you know your your brake lights your your headlights you know that stuff's i mean i just had the headlight on my motorcycle go out hey i can't ride it i gotta go get a replacement bulb and change it out not a big deal what are the is there a minimum uh required or is it just like it's 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 all the it yes the uh well what is it has has minimum rules as to what size light it has to be a certain number i think it's lumens it's, yeah. it's lumens, and then there's a field of visibility, right? Okay. So that it, it it needs to be visible from. But again, if you're approaching a boat again at night and you're going at such a speed, uh, you, you you know it's it's one of those things that um, you just got a boat for the conditions. And again, uh, I don't mean to get up on my soapbox, but I'm going to do it anyway. Leave the alcohol at home. Wait till after you're done boating and you're safely back at dock and everybody's disembarked. And, and I'd even caution your pet having passengers on board that are that are drinking because it makes an it can make an unsafe condition for those that are on the boat. Sometimes people start to uh, partake a, a little more than they should. And if you have get- a pontoon boat like this guy, brighter is better, possibly too. Well, th- think about it. If it's nighttime. And you hit a boat hard enough, you T-bone it hard enough where you kill someone that's, you know, in the middle of the boat or wherever he happened to be sitting. Some of them, you're in the middle. Some of them, you're either on the starboard or port side. Um, That had to be a pretty hard hit. That means he wasn't going slow. Yeah, he definitely wasn't going slow. So try to stay visible and don't be that guy. Be Uh, safe. Yeah. Be safe. Operate your vessel within... Uh, the proper guidelines to keep you and your passengers safe. All right, on that note, we're going to wrap it up. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is life better, is better as, as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. 
They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.